Welcome back to another episode here on Viewpoints. I'm your host, Jordan Voles, and we're here with Dr. John Gerlach. And John, we're still in our sermon series. How do you feel like that's been going? Uh, I think pretty good. It means there's some people been taking their neighbor's trash out, <laughs> and, you know, there's just been some, some things happening, some yeah. things happening. It's no, we're, good. We're, uh, I, I, think it, I think we needed it this time to think about absolutely how we can love our neighbor, sir. Yeah. And I know last week we talked about a little bit about loving our neighbor and it's kind of funny we talked about uh the movie yeah um it's it's titled how can i be your neighbor right or it's the it's the story of i don't even know his name what's his name help me out here i'm not helping you man <laughs> oh, mr rogers mr. Mr. rogers mr rogers mr rogers no it's pretty cool i got to learn a little bit about him too and you know we talked about watching that movie and i had no idea he was a presbyterian minister which yeah. is pretty pretty cool right but that whole story is awesome. I think last week helped a lot of people. Uh, but, John, let's just dive right in. You know, we're talking about Revelation 2 and 4, and how does leaving our first love relate to loving our neighbor? Yeah, let me read that verse. Uh, Revelation 2, 4 and 5 says, I hold this against you. You've for- forsaken the love you had at first. Consider how far you have fallen. Repent and do the things you did at first. If you do not repent, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place. Mm. So interesting because right before those, you know, you got in Revelation chapter two, you got these seven letters. I'm, I kind of think of it as like it's a Netflix series. It's got seven episodes. Right. So you got these different, each one's a different church. Right. So you got this first church is Ephesus. And uh, so Ephesians is in Greece. Um, basically, it's like you guys are doing great. If you read the first part of this before what I just read, Hey, you guys are doing great. You work hard. You're standing for truth. You got all, they got all this stuff going on. But then he says, "Hey, but we got to talk about something. Mm-hmm. There's something I have against you." Now, I don't know about you, but if Jesus said to me, "I have something against you," that's a scary situation. That's a little scary situation. <laughs> I don't know that I want to have yeah. Jesus have much against me, but he has this against him, and it is you've left your first love, and it's the first love toward Jesus. So. What's that got to do with loving our neighbor? Well, it basically comes from Scripture, the idea of if I don't think we can love other people unless we're loving God. Because mm, honestly, people drive us crazy. Absolutely. Yeah. People frustrate us. People tick us off. Yeah. People, we want to ignore people. I mean, I don't think I'm going to have the love for people I need to have unless it comes from another source other than me. Right. And I'm not a good source for that. Uh, God's a great source for that, but I'm not that great of a source. So yeah. when we talk about love our neighbor, it's like, well, where's that going to come from? Is that, we're just going to try harder or are we going to? Yes, of no, course. No, I think it's, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I think it comes from we've got to have tap into a source that yeah. has absolute love. Yeah. And before the podcast, I know we were talking about this, and, and you had a story about when we have had a, a cold heart toward God. Yeah, it's just a story that kind of talks about having a cold heart, and it's about this house. It's a fireplace. It's great. It's kind of a theater room type place. So this guy had this fireplace, and over the fireplace on the mantle, he had these words on there, which you don't usually see words on mm-hmm. over a fireplace. So kind of caught my attention. I wanted to see what it said, and this is what it said. It said, if your heart is cold, my fire cannot warm it. Wow. And to me, that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about... Hey, how cold is your heart? How yeah. cold is my heart? How cold um, this whole thing? First love—that's all talking about our cold heart. Yeah. And can we be there? Yes. 
we can Bethlehem be there. I think a lot of people are there right now, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of goes back to First John 4 where it talks about, again, about our neighbor. We love because he first loved us. If we're going to love anybody, it's going to be because we realize how much God's loved us. Mm-hmm. And in fact, it goes on and says, anyone who loves God must also love their brother and sister. So mm-hmm. if somebody goes, hey, I'll, you, you kind of got in Ephesus, what you got in Revelation 2 is this church going, hey, we love God, we love God, and we're all, you know, we, we're all busy loving God, but they're, they're not really. They've gotten cold, yeah. and that means they're not going to be loving their neighbor. Absolutely. It reminds me, I read this book one time, John, it was um, A.W. Tozer. And I think it was called Crucified with Christ. And he talked about, and it just reminded me, I mean, you, you painted a, a beautiful picture of that. And he talked about how the fire had gone off in the fireplace, but the people were painting with the charcoal of, like, how it's been burnt around oh, the fireplace uh-huh. Uh-huh. to make people seem like, hey, there's been a fire going on here, but there, for years it's been out. And so I feel like it's kind of like a slow burn, to, or a slowly dwindled flame you know where we kind of just get used to how life is going especially with the pandemic and all the stuff that's been going on and the next thing we realize man where's our fire gone you know how do you feel like we can take inventory of our heart toward god yeah to me what i'd like uh to push toward for all of us myself included is it's just what you got in this passage is hey take an inventory Mm -hmm. of your heart what's your heart condition toward god and so I think I think a couple things. One is to realize we all have blind spots. I mean, I think we are all um, we are all prone to drift. We are all prone to um, you know rationalize our own position. I think we're right. Everybody else is wrong. All this kind of stuff. And so I, I think to get back on track, we have to start with what's my blind spots? God, show me, search me, uh, know me, uh, let me know what I need to see and you know it's it's always been a fun conversation when someone said to me I've had actually probably 10 people I used to keep up with how many people have said this to me (laughs) hey I don't think I have any blind spots I'm like you probably have a lot of if it's a blind spot you're not not gonna think you have a blind spot so you know but people kind of even talk themselves into that kind of deal but I think a couple things one is uh, Jesus is gonna pursue us I mean he he is correcting this church. I mean, it's a pretty strong correction. Like, hey, church, I mean, we can get into this whole thing about removing the lampstand, which the lampstand uh, represents the church. Right. I mean, he's saying, I'm going to take this church out. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a pretty, I mean, he obviously yeah. takes this real serious. So he's pursuing this, hey, um, you need to see this and make this change and don't let this happen to mm-hmm. you. And I think in our world today that's tough because we don't like anybody correcting us. No. We don't like anybody to tell us this is the way it is. We say stuff like, well, no, no, that's your truth. That's not my truth. Wow. Um, yeah. That's your reality, not my reality. But Jesus is basically going, no, this is reality. Wow. And I'm trying to help you here. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a... It's a pretty serious, but it's also him chasing after him, going, "Hey, let's get this straight. Let's yeah. get this on on track." 
So once we've identified our blind spots, right? Like say if we're talking to each other and you say, Jordan, these are your blind spots. And I go, okay, yes, I can see where did you Did you want to do that right now? We could, no, no not right now. Not right now. <laughs> we could do it after. Okay. Um, but if you tell someone, hey, these are your blind spots in love, how do we return to our first love? What? How do we navigate back to that place where we once were with God? Yeah. Well, verse 5 is great because it actually gives us kind of some steps. And, and just a few of the steps are, it talks about repent. Now, honestly, I think most people, when they think repent, they picture uh, some guy holding a sign or having a bullhorn on a corner <laughs> of a street somewhere yelling, repent, repent, yeah. repent. But really, it simply means you're going to make a turn. You're going to, you've been going one way, you're going to come back to a different way and you're going to repent and if we grow cold toward the lord toward jesus he's going to get our attention he's going to mm-hmm. pursue us because some, that is so so important so part of us repent and then we are to do what we did at first so it's it's kind of like okay go back go back to the basics right. go back to what you know got you close to god mm-hmm. and go back to what got you where you showed love toward other people go back to that and i think one other thing is just to consider how much jesus loves us um his love never goes cold to, toward us mm-hmm. we think about all the things he's done for us i do something and i don't do it every night but pretty much i try to every night in my day with just going jesus i love you i love you and when i do that it kind of makes me realize all he's done for me mm-hmm. as as opposed to just taking him for granted so it's when we realize how much we've been loved I, I think that helps us he never leaves his first love for us wow it, it it's it, again it reminds me of the movie because do you remember that part where they were sitting in that scene and he's like let's just take a minute oh yeah and think about all the people that have loved you and got you through this life yeah uh, is that the, was that in the restaurant? That was in the restaurant, yeah, right? Yeah. And so that what a great way, John, of just going a reminder throughout the day, going, "Hey, I just need to tell God I love Him or think about what yeah. He's done for me." Yeah. Any final thoughts on this subject? Yeah, I just want to, you know, in the blog, there's a, a prayer that I shared, and I just want to read it. Um, I think it's a great prayer to pray, mm-hmm. and um, it's it just says. Lord, keep my heart warm toward you. Stop me when I go full speed towards stuff I think will make me happy. Guard me from this stupid tendency to substitute things for you and help me return to my first love for you. I thank you that your love for me has never dwindled. Wow. And I just think, you know, it's an interesting thing. And just to, to kind of wrap up, I, I'm going to get you to read this. Read this last verses that are on the on the blog because this this is talking about how things will go. Okay, at some point in the future. And so take a look. Uh, just go ahead. If you don't mind reading that, yeah. it's Matthew 24, 10 through 12. At that time, many people, or many, will turn away from the faith and will betray and hate each other. And many false prophets will appear and deceive many people. Because of the increase of the wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. Yeah, there's two things to me. Obviously, Hating each other is not loving your neighbor. Right. So that's going out the window. So love your neighbor goes out the window. And then obviously people's hearts grow cold. Yeah. So to me, I think the reason it's so strong in Revelation chapter 2 with this church was this is a big deal. Mm -hmm. This is a really, really big deal. And a cold heart 
if I have a cold heart toward God, I got a cold heart toward everybody. Yeah. I mean, bottom line, I'm, I, you know, people, you know, I become like the joke about the pastor who goes, I love being a pastor except for the people. The people just <laughs> bug me. I wish I didn't have to deal with the people, but it's like, well, yeah. that's your job. Yeah. That's your whole thing. And so it, it's when that heart goes cold, it affects a lot. Mm. Well, John, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I know that I got something out of this. Uh, we hope the listener today that, that you got something out of this and just maybe just do a heart check today and ask those important questions. God bless, and we hope to see you next time.